Hey everyone, Robert Kress here, and welcome to another episode of FunctionalPharmacy.com. Hope you're doing great today. And today I want to talk about pillars. I'm going to share with you my pillars, maybe you can call them tenants, and see if you have your own and love you to share back with me. Uh, although these are kind of the the things we do, the things we believe in, the actions we take uh, for our optimal wellness and performance, or even to support us in times when maybe times aren't going so great, right? So I've recently kind of, basically lately I've been in an evaluation mode. So I've been riding a uh, a wave of quite a big career shift right now, and it's all good. I mean, in fact, it's amazing. Although at that same point, as anything, it can be scary at times, and there's always peaks and there's always always valleys. So I kind of started thinking about a dynamic, I guess you could say, and you know the old saying or the thought or the belief that would be, when I accomplish X goal, I will feel blank, right? So it's like, when I finally make X amount of money, I will feel free. When I create this product and sell it, I will feel autonomous, accomplished. So we've got that going on. And then recently, it's kind of been shared with me or I've learned um, that that could be kind of kind of ass backwards in a way. So I've kind of learned these through two different, I guess you could say teachers, people that are out there. Um, one is Danielle Laporte and the other one is Scott Adams. So two totally different directions. So first of all, what I've learned from Danielle is kind of this one day, someday won't come, right? So one day, someday never comes. Although what if we were to lead with how we want to feel? So let's start with that. I want to feel free, right? That's the thing. It's not the laborious goal. If I have to attain this first, why don't we start with the end result in mind? How exactly we want to feel. Then the next step is going to be coming from Scott Adams. Instead of relying on the goal achievement, you create a system, not a goal. So you really look at it to focus on systems over goals, to drive you to those feelings, thus accomplishment, which will further take you to the goals. So Danielle Laporte shares her core desired feelings, and trust me, and if you know of her, I know she kind of does a lot of like um, divine feminine, women empowerment, which is awesome. But she's got some really good stuff for dudes too, so keep open to that, you know? And then Scott Adams, when you put that together, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like, what systems do you have? So then it occurred to me personally, I have my daily rituals, my daily routines, which in fact are a system. So I just kind of started looking to what I do for my general health, my wellness, my optimal fitness and performance, and, and really what I reach to or should reach to maybe when times go awry. Because, let's face it, it's easy to stick to these programs and these plans when we feel great, right? But we're challenged when we're feeling bad, and sometimes that's when we things go awry and we fall off course. So, so my seven, my seven pillars I want to share with you are one, nourish. So it's nourish as in to eat, rewarding, 
energy provided in foods. And I don't mean stimulant energy. I mean energy, that, food that's going to give you efficient energy, right? It's going to give you value. It's not going to leave you dropping with energy drops. It's going to make you feel great. It's going to take you to the point where you don't feel like you have to eat, that you're that you need to get to that point. It's it's nourishing, it's healthy, right? Although this is not right or wrong. This is not really to say your diet's right or your diet's wrong. It's also to understand that, you know what? Sometimes that dessert, that's nourishment and that feels good too. So it's allowing you to choose your food before your emotions do. Now, the other part of nourishment is supplements. It's nutrition and the value, the profound, profound value we find in that. Now, being a nutritional pharmacist, a functional pharmacist, nutrition is a really big part of my practice. Although it's also a variable because I'm not saying everyone needs supplements. Although when you look at the benefits of something, these tw tiny tweaks we can make, like magnesium, over 300 actions in our body. 75% of people don't obtain the RDA. 50% of people might even be deficient. Like that's the major stuff, vitamin D, right? So there are some core things we could look at. And then we can dial into someone's exact needs. Like, I know I do it for mine. How are your adrenals doing, right? Do we need to support them? Do we need an adaptogen? So that's pillar one. Pillar two is move. We need to move. We cannot be sedentary. Activity is important. We are born, we, are, we wake up with a certain amount of energy, and it's our job to expend that energy throughout the day to be able to get into a restless sleep at nighttime. It's key, it's critical. And then there's the thing of building us, strengthening us. Like, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel flexible? Do you want to feel vibrant? Do you want to feel strong? Movement plays a role in this. So first off, we don't want to be sedentary. We want to move often. So if you were to someone that goes to the gym in the morning for an hour, but then you sit at a cubicle all day or on the couch, it's not doing you much good. You want to look at this moving often effect. It's really important. And it doesn't have to be intense. One of the biggest things, best things you can do is just simple walking, you know, and not even at too much of an aggressive pace. I like the idea of balance and movement. So, you know, in my daily activity, I'll do some type of exercise. I mean, I move often. I don't sit down a lot. When I teach my courses, I'm standing most of the time. But what about exercise? So a balance of strength building. So for me personally, I'll go to CrossFit maybe twice a week. And then the third day a week, so you know that's going to be building muscle, that's going to be adding some intensity. And then sometimes the third day a week, or maybe it'll be one day of CrossFit, and then one day I'll do primal movements at home. So pull-ups, push-ups, planks squats, things that still are in line with the building of muscle, support and lean body mass. Then there's flexibility and agility and mobility. So I'm a big fan and practitioner of tune-up balls. I think mobility is one of the biggest challenges, especially for a lot of athletes and people in the CrossFit crowd. Uh, look at all the shoulder issues people are having out there. So mobility exercises, using the tune-up balls, very important. I'm a big fan and a practitioner and a teacher of yoga. 
So I'll do yoga at home probably three days a week, four days a week, maybe go out to a studio once or twice a week, maybe once a week, because it is nice to even continue to be in the group and learn from other people. So dialing in your form of movement, your type of movement, and honestly, I'm someone, if I don't exercise enough, I build up, I get agitated, and people can see it around me. So last week was one of those weeks like, Rob, it's time to go to CrossFit. I heard it from myself and I heard it from others. So the third one is motivate. We need to motivate ourselves. I need to motivate myself, I should say. Um, but I think it's a good nourishing effect. So we're nourishing our mind. We're nourishing our emotions. So what does this mean? I love the journal. That's a motivating factor for me. I also like to read. I'll do a little reading in the morning. It might even just be a minute or two. Passages. Two things I'm reading right now where I'll read a little part. One is The Warrior of Light by Paulo Coelho. And the other is prayers for healing. Uh, so it's basically a daily message. And as the back says, a daily message of hope, comfort, and inspiration. So I like to add something like that to it. And it doesn't take much time. Minutes. All this stuff. Even if you do yoga at home, you can do a 20-minute yoga, a 10-minute yoga. The next, next pillar is going to be rest. Now, what is rest? Well, rest is the balance of movement. And it's not just mindlessly watching TV. This could be meditation. This could be the practice of mindfulness, being present. I am a meditator, although I don't do it a lot or for a long period of time. I have an app, and when I wake up, before I get out of bed, I listen to that. It also has some affirmations on it. So I'm a big proponent of that. I think that's one way we can rest. Another form of rest is to stop what we're doing. You know, we're built on ultradian rhythms. We've got our circadian rhythms day to night, but we've got these mini rhythms throughout the day. So we're designed to work hard and focused for an X period of time, 45 minutes, hour and a half, but then to impart a time of rest, disconnect, step yourself out of what you were doing and then get back into it. You'll find that you're more efficient. So these are all elements of rest that we can get in there. Four would be connect. Connect is so crucial. It is absolutely proven that lack of connection, lack of social support is a root of disease, a root of illness, and it plays a big role. So we, not, we must connect with people, places, things, beliefs, groups, whatever it might be. Part of my, and you know, you can meld all these together. Like part of my movement when I started to get into CrossFit and even out to yoga studios was for that reason, to connect with others, to connect with community, the power of community. So, and you know, when you look at the blue zones, they have their nine pillars, I think they call them. Connection is one of them. It's critical. Fifth is create. It's actually number six. <laughs> what do you want to create in life? You know, we are creative beings, and what's really interesting is oftentimes we lose our creativity when we go from child, teenhood, into adulthood. I should probably put create and play. Let's add play here, too, because play is a form of creation. In both areas, it allows us to get into our right brain. They, ha they share many qualities. Um, lack of structure. Lack of right or wrong lack of a certain goal to attain. Play can be part of your movement and exercise. I have a paddle, stand-up paddle skateboard. That's part of my play. Back to connect. 
this connection with nature that's critical. It's the nature within us and our own environment so our cells can connect to that, as well as us getting out in nature, feeling it. It's been proven that people who live closer to green spaces are healthier people. People that do things like forest bathing, which is basically just being present in the forest. Add some play to that so you can see all these can kind of come together, are healthier people. Maybe creating what you want out of your life. What's your next step? That's part of what I'm doing right now in that moment. And then, I mean, you know, I spent a lot of time, many, many years in retail pharmacy, and I did a lot of bringing in the wellness effect to it until, you know, in addition to everything else I was doing, like teaching and educating. And as of recently, the past year, the pharmacy I was working for didn't really honor the wellness aspect. It just they got bought out. So it wasn't really part of their vibe. So I realized I was not in my creative mode with them anymore. So that had to fall and that did fall. The universe allowed that to happen. The sixth tenant, the sixth pillar, or I'm sorry, seven, my numbers are all off, is to serve. You know, what's the bigger picture here? Who are we here for? What are we here to do? And this is one that I just have to be absolutely vulnerable and open with you. For years, I've seen people say this, or I've heard people say this, and I've, I've seen it, and I just didn't, I think my ego got in the way. It's just, I didn't, I didn't want to be heard saying that. I, I don't know what it was. I just didn't feel vibe to it, but it literally was something that I do all the time naturally. It was just to admit to it. So to serve is probably one of the is probably the greatest pillar if you could even for me right now it's meaning a lot if you can direct them in a certain or if you can put a certain weight on all they all are super important to me and super critical. And how big do you want to take your service? Is there a community you want to serve more than others? Do you want to just start small by offering free tips that can add value to people's life? That's what it is. So as you'll see here, nourish, move, motivate, rest, connect, create, and serve. These are my seven. Do you have a couple? Do you have two? Do you have three? I would love to hear them. Please feel free to share them with me. You, this will be a blog post over at rabcrest.com and functionalpharmacy.com. So I'd love you to share it there and reach out. So once again, thank you for tuning in on this podcast. Robert Crest, Functional Pharmacy. I appreciate you as always and have a wonderful day.